Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. What up, y'all? It's your boy, boy, Ed Lover. It's time for Come On, Son, the podcast. And this is being overseen by the one and only Combat Jack. Guess what, y'all? I got merch. I got Come On Son t-shirts. You got to go to my Patreon page to find out how you can get your hands on a Come On Son t-shirts. And might I say myself, they're really nice and they come in different colors, y'all. So if you want that Come On Son t-shirt, you're going to have to keep your eyes and your ears open and go to my Patreon page and find out how you can get hooked up with a Come On Son t-shirt. Guess what? I woke up this morning and I was feeling, eh, but thanking God that I'm still here. Thanking God that God is good and I'm still living. Um, I don't know if I told y'all about my mom's accident. I recently was in New York. um, And while I was in New York, I'm going to tell you why I was in New York. Well, first of all, in New York, there's a brand new radio station called 94.7 The Block. So that's 94.7 on your FM dial and it's called The Block. It's a throwback radio station similar to the throwback station that I'm on, 104.3 Jams, in Chicago. So I have been hired to do 7 to 10 p.m. at night on that station in New York. So I flew up to New York um, just so I could be there for the first week live in the studio. And let me tell y'all something. It was one hell of a good time. I actually got to interview P-Rock, and I'll play that for y'all, not this week. But next week, but this particular um, interview that I'm about to present you guys with is from two of my favorite people in the business. One of them being DJ Scratch, formerly of EPMD, and the other one being the Abbot of the Wu-Tang Clan, the one, the only, the RZA, y'all. So, man, I mean, for me, even way back when they dropped into the 36 Chambers, and I had them on Your Own TV Raps. I've been a huge fan of the Wu-Tang Clan and a huge fan of RZA. Everything that he put his hands on, the man with the golden the golden fist, all of that. The golden arms, I mean, just everything RZA has been. Remember RZA was in the movie, um, not paid him for, RZA was in the movie with Denzel Washington. You know what I'm talking about, y'all. With Jay-Z did the... the um, the uh, soundtrack for it. 
Remember, RZA was in that joint. You know, RZA's been doing a lot. Um, the Hulu thing is being brought to you by the RZA. Um, he's an executive producer on it and a writer on it. So, big fan of Scratches. So, I mean, not only as a DJ, but as a producer. And when you listen to this interview, Scratch is going to run off some of the songs that he produced that y'all might not even know that he produced. Matter of fact, to start this podcast off right, you'll hear Scratch mention this I didn't know, that he produced Rampage for EPMD featuring LL Cool J. And it was LL's first feature that he's ever done on anybody else's records. So check out LL Cool J right now on Rampage, produced by DJ Scratch. The Ripper, the Master, the Overlordian, playing MCs like an old accordion. I get the inspiration from a necessary station. I'm saying I was vacationing. You can't quote with your weaker throat, trying to sneak a peek at how I freak the notes. Major MCs become minor B flats. So retire the mic, get your chains and your bats. Here's your chance to advance. Get in your stance, I shoot the holster off your cowboy pants. Pure entertainment, tonight's your arraignment. You're guilty. Face down on the pavement, no holes barred. It's time to get scarred. Yes, sir. Do we even have to run down the list of stuff that was produced by the RZA? You know what? Let's play a little bit of one of my favorite songs that the RZA produced. This is Shame on a Nigga. I love this song. Play me a little bit of Shame on a Nigga. Never, I put the fucking walk in the way I can't terror. Raise a sharp, I sever the head from the shoulders. I'm better than my competitor. You make a better or whatever. Let's get together. Shame on the nigga who tried to run game on the nigga. Who broke wild with the trip He act so thick, I'm fat. And yo, Ray came blowing and blew off your headphones black. Rap from yo, Cali to Texas. Smoother than Alexis. Now it's my turn to practice. Brothers approaching half step, but ain't heard half of it yet. And I bet you're not a fucking vet. So when you see me on the real, forming like Voltron, remember I got deep like a baby seal. Same on the nigga who tried to run game on the nigga. Who fuck wild with the trigger. Same on the nigga who tried to run game on the nigga. I'll fuck your ass up. Yo. These two dudes coming out of Brooklyn and Staten Island, respectively, those guys, man, got together and made an album called Saturday Morning Kung Fu Theater. And we're going to play a little some of that after you guys get an opportunity to listen to this interview with me, DJ Scratch, and The Abbott, The RZA, Bobby Digital, Bong Bong, my man from the almighty, alrighty, Wu-Tang Clan, one of my favorite groups of all time. Now, here's something. Um, before I play this interview, there's something I was scrolling around and I was looking at stuff on Instagram. And I'm not sure if this was Charlemagne's actual podcast or who these other two people are with him on his podcast. But they were saying, which album, I mean, which group would you take, Outkast or Wu-Tang? So the guy that was on there with him automatically said Outkast. The young lady was on there with him said outcast. And um when when it comes time to dealing with something like that, you have to deal, in my opinion, with the group and everything else that they've done. So Charlemagne said, if you give me Wu Tang and all the albums by all the members of Wu Tang, then I'm gonna take Wu Tang. But if you just say the albums that they have come out with. He's got to take Outkast, right? Because Outkast's albums were, well, the Wu-Tang only had, what, two or three albums? 
as a as a group, and Outkast has so many more. So if you're talking about by the group itself, just their albums, then yeah, you got to say Outkast because you know the Wu didn't do but two or three albums, I think, tops as a group collectively. And um, but if you're saying everything that they've all done, then there's no doubt about it that it's the Wu Tang Clan. Right? You talking about a collective? You'd be hard pressed to find any collective coming from one group that's better than the Wu Tang Clan. Name me one group where the members have all struck out on their own and have done and have and have done better work than the Wu Tang Clan. I don't I don't think you're gonna find it. Okay? So right now, without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, here is my exclusive interview with DJ Scratch and the RZA. The album is called Saturday Morning Kung Fu Theater. Come on, son. It's the podcast. Come on, son. You need some training, son. Y'all know what it is. Ed Lover's in the building right here. Y'all know I got, yo, listen, man. If I ain't have hip-hop royalty in the building right now, there is no hip-hop royalty. First of all, I got the head of the Wu-Tang Clan in the building. You don't need them, brother. And I got my man from EPMD, one of the greatest DJs. Y'all can catch him on Trilla on all the verses. DJ Scratch and the RZA in the building, man. Y'all got to give it up for this one. Yeah. Bong, Y'all got to give it up. Bong, bong, it's man. And they got an album together. First of all, I want to know. How y'all come together to, to, to do this album, man? What do y'all tell me? Well, Rizad reached out to me uh, in the beginning of the pandemic back in, like, March 2020 just to check on my health, check on my family, because, you know, it was crazy at that time. Right. And uh, and he was like, yo, man, I've been going by, I'm, I've been going through my hard drives, man. Yo, you still got that beat you gave us for, for that for that Wu-Tang joint that we didn't use? I'm like, yeah, I still got that joint. He was like, yo, crazy man. Joint. He's like, yo, you want to... <laughs> Y'all want to do, a, I want to MC again. You know what I mean? But I don't want to wear both hats. You want to do an album together? I'm like, absolutely. You know? And I was like, yo, but I got much more. I got a whole stash of wool, wool joints. Right. And he just sent me a stack. You know what I mean? I went and got the heavy pen. I'm talking about the ones that drip the ink. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I just carved out some dope lyrics, sent them back to him, and bong bong, right? That's it. Wow, that's crazy, man. So y'all two just came together just like that. Like, yo, you want to MC? You just felt like you want the MC again? Yeah, the foundation of hip-hop is the DJ and the MC. You know right. what I mean? I've been blessed to do a lot of things in art. But going back to the foundation with DJ Scratch as the producer, the DJ, and me as an MC, that's going back to the roots. And I just wanted to do that. And I'm, I'm blessed that we did it. No, we did no business, no nothing. We just nothing. did it like, did like, it. A, like making a tape. Like if like if Dr. Rock and Stevie D would have made the tape. Right? <laughs> Shout out to Dr. Rock and Stevie D, Force MCs back in those days. Back rest in, in those peace, days. Rest yeah, in peace. Absolutely. Rest in peace. Force MCs. A lot of people who scratch don't know. I feel like you don't get enough credit as a producer. Tell all the people that's listening some of the joints you've done. Man, do we got enough time? Yeah, we got enough time. <laughs> we got all the time. Um, uh, I I I I I pick out three three popular joints that the public may know. EPMD's Rampage. Okay. Ooh, Ooh, that's, produced that's that. fire right there. Uh, that's the one with LL. Yeah, with LL. Wow. That was LL's first feature. Okay. Ooh. Um, What else? Uh, let me see. Buster Rhymes, give me some more. Give me some more fire. Oh, bong bong. And uh, I give you a, a LL Cool J Ill Bomb. Wow. Ooh. Wow. And you did uh, Doom Doom. I'm on my New York-ish. Yeah, New York-ish. Yeah. Uh, Buster Rhymes party going over here. Say what? Wow. You know. 
A lot of joints. A lot of joints. A lot of joints. A lot of joints, bro. I was I was a little mad at Buster for for on my New York ish. He ain't say Dr. Dre in that level on my New York ish. <laughs> I was pissed about that, man. I think you sure he didn't, no, do I didn't on, get on the, no on the shout out outs? on that, man. I'm so, oh, man. I'm so New York is ridiculous, man. I got no love on that joint. But I'm, I'm gonna tell Buster Rob about that. You know how Buster is here. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Buster. Slap you hard on your back with his hard with his, ass with hands. his gorilla hands. Yeah, yeah. You know, gorilla hands be killing your back, man. That's dope. But why, why, Rizzo? Because you've done amazing work in hip-hop, outside of hip-hop, in movies and television and everything. Why did you decide? You could have said, okay, I'm going to make some beats for myself, and then I'm going to do it myself. Why you decide you didn't want to wear two hats? I just wanted to touch the microphone, you know what I mean? And having a capable person like Scratch right there, it just gave me that freedom. Sometimes when you do both, you know, you, you need eight arms, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And at this particular phase, I was like, yo, I ain't even got to bust my brain like that. I mean, he had a beat. The, it's, uh, the song is called Kaiju. That was like the one I, I never forgot when he played it. And I was like, yo, you got that joint still? He's like, yeah. Uh -huh. And then he just sent more, and my, my pen just kept flowing, yo. Tell everybody the name of the album, Scratch, in case they don't know. The name of the album is Saturday Afternoon Kung Fu Theater. Why? Because we wanted to take <laughs> it back to that feeling. You know, people that, that's, that's in New York, every Saturday back in the days, Channel 5, 3 p.m., the whole hood went in the house and watched Kung Fu Absolutely. Theater. Absolutely. Absolutely. And watched Kung Fu Theater. And when we came outside, we was jumping off the benches and jumping off the fences trying to do those moves. So we just wanted to bring back that sonic that sonic feeling of Saturday afternoon Kung Fu. Absolutely. Um, of course, that Wu sound and, 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 fit and f infuse it with my sound as well. Right. The Saturday afternoon Kung Fu joints, how influential were they for the Wu-Tang Clan? I mean, it was super influential. You know, we got our name from a kung fu movie, Wu-Tang uh, versus Shaolin, or Shaolin versus Wu-Tang. Um, and also the brotherhood, the honor, you know, one man sacrificing for, you know, for his country or his, for his culture. Um, your sword, uh, you know, we say our tongue is like our sword slicing off the necks of all MCs. Our first joint was called Protect Your Neck. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So it was very inspirational to us. It's crazy how culture... America is that place where there's a lot of culture, right? Black, brown, red, yellow, white, all that. And we was able to amalgamate all that into our techniques, you know what I mean? And come out with the Wu-Tang Clan. And, and Saturday Afternoon Kung Fu was definitely like a common denominator. Absolutely. Now, Scratch, you from Brooklyn, New York. Yes, sir. And Brooklyn has always been fiercely represented in hip-hop, yes, right? Sir. All from day one. Yes. The Bronx and then Brooklyn. Me coming from Queens, we were underrepresented for a long time. Until you until uh, Run DMC hit it, and then y'all had no choice but to give it to Y'all took respect. it to Hollywood first. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And LL Cool J and everybody that came after that. Indeed. Everybody did Long Island. You had to represent for us. But Staten Island was a place that the only people at that time we had heard of was the Force MDs. The Force MCs. Right. They were the Force MCs first with Dr. Yeah. Rock. I remember that. Yeah. And then the Force MDs. And then Shaheem the Rugged Child, right? He came out. Uh, King Just was from Shaolin. Yeah. But then when the Wu-Tang came out, man, it, it was it was like, it was something different, man. Well, respect. You know, well, Shaheem and King Just was also like students of ours. But, but the most important thing was like, it seemed like when the Wu came through, the whole rock came through. You know what I mean? Right. Because yeah. you got like all the MCs, Meth, Ghost, Ray, Deck. You know what I mean? So... It was a lot of us coming from uh from the, from from those projects, Stapleton Park Hill. So, and hip hop has always been there. You know, hip hop is New York. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Staten Island definitely was one of the last boroughs to to get stuck on the map. 
but now we on that map forever. Yeah, absolutely. Indeed. Crazy on that map. That W is something else, man. Come on, son. That's my shit, son. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHealth Online Therapy. Relationships take a lot of work, but we'll drop anything to go help somebody we care about, and we'll go out of our way to treat other people well, but how often do we give ourselves the same treatment? Listen, y'all, I'm not ashamed to say that I'm proactive with my mental health and making sure my mind is strong. I take daily walks to decompress from work-related stress, and believe me, I have a lot of it. I have self-care routines where I prioritize myself, from listening to my favorite albums down in my man cave to talking with a professional about things I find myself worrying about. Take it from me, self-love is the best love. This month, BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to take care of your most important relationship, the one that you got with yourself. Whether it's hitting the gym, making time for your haircut, or even trying therapy, you are the greatest asset that you have to yourself. So invest the time and effort into yourself like you do for other people. I believe in the healing power of talking to a professional like a therapist or a life coach. There's nothing like non-biased perspective, and a listening ear can go a long way. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anybody on camera if you don't want to. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And come on, said the podcast listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash EdLover. BetterHelp.com slash EdLover. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash EdLover. Take care of yourselves, all right? McDonald's is kicking off Future 22, a campaign celebrating 22 leaders of the next generation across the country who are making an impact in their communities right now. The civil rights movement was full of young Gen Z leaders, and the influx of young leaders we're seeing today are all on the road to being just as historical as those in the civil rights movement. They're starting their own organizations, finding ways to empower even more youth and culture. They're taking a stand and speaking out. Now McDonald's is celebrating their efforts and the impact they're leaving on the world. Ever heard of Anya Dillard? She's an 18-year-old activist that started the Next Gen Come Up, a nonprofit that encourages activism and community service. Anya's story is just one of many purpose-filled missions that McDonald's is showcasing. So check it out right now and see plenty of more stories like hers on Instagram at We Are Golden. Come on, son. You need some training, son. Let me tell you something, bro, dude, I want to tell you a story, Reza. Do you remember when they used to do the Greek picnic at Jones Beach? Mm-hmm. Do y'all remember surrounding me and giving me the protecting that? <laughs> I'm not saying that they surrounded me where I felt threatened. I didn't feel threatened because I recognized him from Prince Raheem. So I said it. They gave me the tape, and I said, oh, yeah, I know my man, because we played. We love you, Raheem, on your own TV Rakeem, map. Yeah, right, Raheem, Raheem. And I was yeah. like, yo, I know you, you, you Prince Raheem. And they were, no! He's the RZA. I was like, okay, whoa, whoa. And I recognized the genius from his record. They said, no, he's the jizzle. Yo, Ed Lover, here's our take, man. And on one side was Protect Your Neck and the other side was Method, Method Man. Man. Yeah. I had a, I had a, uh, I had a, um, I had a Nissan, I had a Nissan in them days, a Nissan, and I put that joint in my tape deck. I had a nice joint with the BBSs on them, man. And I was Ooh. like, yo, these dudes got something because it was so many of y'all, but it didn't feel like mm. 
It was so many of y'all. Yeah. The synergy between all of y'all rhyming was so incredible. And and those records are perfect records, right? If you switch up the order on Protect Your Neck, it's not the same record. Mm. How did you know that deck was supposed to go first? You know what I mean? That voice, that set off, you know? You know, we definitely switched it up a lot, you know, before we got to that final concoction. Really? Yeah, I had to, like, keep, you know, keep listening, like, as a producer would do. We keep right. going, keep going. Every voice is an instrument, you know what I mean? But before I go any further, that's when to take this moment live on the air to thank you, you know what I mean, Ed Lover and Dr. Dre, you know what I mean, for everything you've done in hip-hop, especially for MTV Raps, which was such a pioneer dream. And, and and seeing when we got on there and seeing when Old Dirty did, <laughs> did an episode on there, all that was yes. just blessings, man. I remember blessings. when y'all came to you on TV Raps. You remember I came out with the, with, with the uh, what did I call myself, T? I, something woo, right? They wasn't happy about that. No, y'all was not happy about that character. I had the afro. Oh yeah, remember? Yeah. Yo, y'all was not. Y'all look like they look like they were gonna beat my ass, man. They was not because they took themselves so seriously. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I came out with the karate gi on scratch and everything, and I, you know, because oh, Wu Tang, right. boy, the brothers was not happy with me at all. And then I think. I, I think it was Meth that cracked first. And once Meth started laughing, they started laughing at me. And they, they knew I was doing it all in fun, man. But that was a, that was an honor and a privilege, man. Just to, and, and you know, I got, when y'all guys get together and create music, do y'all create way more music than you actually put on the album? Not with this album. Like, with this album, you know, when we started working on it, I'm like, yo, let's, let's keep it at seven. Seven is the God number. Seven is the number completion. Let's just do seven and just keep it like that. Right. You know, usually when you do albums like, like, like all the EPMD albums, if the if the album has fourteen songs, we did about twenty. I got I got a, I got a whole album of unreleased EPMD wow. records. I got unreleased LL. Release it. I got <laughs> I got just me just me myself songs that I produced for Buster about thirty forty unreleased. Wow. Buster around records dating back to, to nineteen ninety five. Wow. But but yeah, with this album. Let's just do seven. You know so y'all just did seven tracks. That's yeah, just it. do seven. Yeah, that's it. And and it's a nice chunky, chunky tape. Like <laughs> it's chunky, yo. You know, yeah, what I mean? I it's like to it. it's just zunk right yeah. through it. It knocks. I, I ended up um, playing it, and it, and it played three times, and no, and nobody complained. I had a whole crew of people. Right. It's like it went back around. They thought the intro was the outro. You know what I mean? Yeah, right, I said, right, yeah, right. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I think man, we, I think we I think we blew the speakers in your yacht though. Oh yeah, we kind of might have blew the speakers think, in the yeah, yacht. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I think yeah, nah, in the, the yacht. yacht. Yeah. Well, Riz is supposed to have a yacht though. Yeah, I think we blew the speakers. <laughs> the woo yacht. It sounded nice in there though. Right? It sounded, but but the but what is the name of the yacht? Them though? speakers was rumbling like. What do were, you call your yacht? Tom. Okay. Okay, I thought we had like you know some Wu Tang in it or something. It's Tom. It was like Tom for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, are we coming back with another uh, whole Hulu joint? Is that coming back? Yeah, we in a we in a writers room right now with a great team uh, putting together something really crazy for season three, and I can't wait to share that, yo. Yeah, season because it's dope, bro. Thank That's, you. It's really, really a dope, dope. All the actors are very incredible on that joint, and it's dope. And you learn a lot from that series. I before the series came on, I ain't know Ghost had kids by your sister. Wow. Yeah. How did you feel about that from back in the days? I mean, you know, when love, you first heard about it. No, love is love, you know what I mean? So you can't, you know, nothing going to ever beat love. So 
they, you know, the, you know, first I was like, yo, you sure you want to be with my man? Like, like, you know, <laughs> right. man, that's my man, man. Gosa, we, we roommates. Right. And so, but, uh, you know, they both was like, yo, I, I love her. I love him. And so no, nothing, nothing don't beat love. Nothing. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. You know what I always wanted to ask you, man, because that Into the 36 Chambers album, that changed my life, dog. I'm telling you, when I was on Hot 97... Kurt to tell you, Kurt Flirty outside, when he used to come in with me, as soon as I got to the top of the tunnel and paid the toll, before I went through the Lincoln Tunnel, I popped in shame on a nigga every single day <laughs> on my way to work. I mean, that's that's my joint, dog. And now that you hear, my mind is boggling. I can't think of all the damn questions that I wanted to ask you about the album. Like, how did you know that Ray and Deck would be good on Cream together? Yeah, like I said, you know. And is there anybody else that you got in the vault that's actually rhyming on that beat? Yeah, I mean, me and Ghost tried Cream. Oh, wow. And, it, you know, it wasn't right, though. It was right when Ray and, and, and Deck did it. That's when it was right, you know what I mean? We did it, it was okay, you know what I mean? So you got to be very conscious of, of that, you know, and be okay with chopping something off. Somebody could have eight bars, we might make that four bars. Right. You know what I mean? Because it's like, yo, we trying to make, make it like, mm. You know what I mean? And so, that's when that's what a producer is. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that, that is what that's the difference is. between a, a a beat maker and a producer. Please tell everybody what's the difference you know, between a, a beat maker. A beat maker is just gonna give you the beat and just, you know, whatever happens on it happens. A producer is gonna see the record all the way from start to finish. You know, and and it's an honor for, for Rizza to allow me to actually produce him. Produce produce the beats and produce his vocals as well, you know what I mean? Were, like, were you nervous about that scratch? No, I was excited because it's like, come on, who gets to produce a Wu Tang artist? Right, a full album, right and for the for the Abbott, you know what I mean? So right. I was excited. Were was you excited. like, were you able like to say, yo, that line don't sound right, bro? I was just like, yo, you're in the wrong chamber. Let's 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 go here. <laughs> and, you were you in chamber thirty seven, and, and seamless, and, and and seamlessly, like boom, he just did it. You know what I mean? And right. Everything was seamless. That's dope, man. That's dope that y'all two legends would get together and create some music like that. Because we don't have enough of that, man. And I'm glad, Rizzo, that you decided to jump back on the mic. I'm really happy about that. Well, thank you. Thank you, y'all. I'm happy. You know why I'm happy about that? Because we, I feel like the artists of our era still got something to say. And sometimes Absolutely. because they don't get radio play or whatever, they just back up off the mic. And I remember uh, Daddy-O did an interview, and he was like, just keep making records. Yeah. Just keep making songs, and the way things are going right now with, with, with ghostwriting and all of that, I mean, what's wrong if you, with, with you going out and getting somebody to write something for you if it sounds better than something that you could come with? I, I tell our peers all the time, man. I'm like, look, because, you know, we're still on tour. Like, all of the all artists from, from my look era, at me. we're still... I'm here on the block, the yeah. brand new station. I'm here on it. Like, we're bon, still bon. on tour, and, and, like, let's say we go to, like, Cincinnati in an arena, it's the same people that were there 30 years ago when our records came out. That's right. The only thing you're doing is not giving them new music. Just give them new music now. Because right. when we when we would do shows, we would have to hope that those people would go the next day and buy our records. Now they can buy the records right there on their phones. That's right. So that's the only thing that, that our era is not doing. We're still touring. We never stopped touring. We're just not making new music. So when, with this album with me and RZA, hopefully it has sparked our, our peers to... Right. To put out music, man, because they 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 still got it. Yeah, most of, most of what I still have to do too, Ed, is anything you see me doing. Mm -hmm. I'm not just doing it for myself. 
I'm doing it to inspire, to open up another door. I didn't go to Hollywood and start scoring films so that I'm going to be the only guy that could do it. I wanted people to realize we can do that too. Right. You know what I mean? Instead of making a hip-hop movie or a, a musician movie, I made a musician TV show. Right. You know what I mean? Now it's going to be a lot more of those. Yeah, sure. Not, and not many series. 30 hours of TV. You know what right. I mean? 40 hours of TV. So and, it, and with this and with this one thing I've learned, surprisingly but blessedly, I go to a Wu Tang concert and yo, people are there from the ages of eighteen to, to fifty. Yeah. So it's generational, you know what I mean? And if it's generational, that means hip hop is penetrated, and it's probably one of the only few musics that is generational, common denominator, where the kid, the, the mom, and the grandpa can all be like, yeah, yeah that's my joint. That's right. And yeah. that's a blessing. And I, and I see that. I see all these kids at the concerts. I'm like, yo, you wasn't even born, yo. And then the kid quoted Meth Verse on Triumph, and yo, he he must have been one when that came out. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he knew yeah. it. Just like my son. My son is 25 years old. My son knows Protect Your Neck from front to back. He knows Everything. He knows Rampage. He knows Bust Around joints. Because you know what I used to do? I had a DJ set in the house all the time. And from the time they was little, I used to play records for them. And then I cut it off and then play another record for them. Then play another record for them. And then I play the records again and say, okay, I give each one. Who, who knows who that is? And if they knew, I'd give them a dollar. So they, <laughs> yeah. they, that's how they learned the music. Nice. And, they, right. and now they've grown, they grown. And they still know the music like that, man. Yeah, and they I, enjoy the yeah, music. Yeah, I did that with my son. My son is 34 now. And... um. Like I remember, he was like fifteen, and I gave him, you know, and they, you know, they was listening to the rap that was out at that time. Right. So I gave him Big Daddy Kane's first album, Rakim's first album, mm. Eggman Rakim's first album, and Coogee Rap's first album. Wow. I said, listen to these. A week later, he came to me like he, like, like the golden child, like he was <laughs> glowing, like yo, these dudes rap better than anybody out right now. I said, yeah, and this, this came out when you were born. Right. You know what I'm saying, like. Definitely got to teach the youth. It starts from home. Yeah, I had, a, I had a, 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 a situation that was a little different. My young guy just turned 16, right? But he was putting me up on everybody, you know, Playboy Cardi, um, Roddy Rich. Like, he was, he's, he's strictly all those, right? Yeah. And then just the Thanksgiving that just passed, I come in the crib and Brooklyn Zoo is playing. <laughs> you know what I mean? The next day, um, um, Gang starts playing the wow. next day. Seven Chamber, like he discovered it on his own. Right. Wow. So that's so I was like, I never played it for him. Or my house is kind of Frank Sinatra. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Straight up. But he started playing all that, and I was like, Wow, hip hop has that power because it's also something you can discover. You know what I mean? Right. So bong. Do they understand who their fathers are? My son does. He does. When when he was uh he went to Christ the King. Okay. He would never allow me to come to school. Wow. Because <laughs> he wanted to make friends on his own. Yeah, he didn't want nobody yes, to know who yes, his pops my was. My daughter did that to me. So his, his friends didn't know who his father was until graduation day. Wow. Yeah, my daughter did that to me at one of her softball games. And it was going crazy when I came in. And she was like, Dad, please don't come to my game. And it hurt me. Wow. And I was like, why not? Like, I love you. I want to be there for you. She said, no, I want to make friends not because I'm Ed Lover's daughter. Right. I want to make friends on my own. Yeah, so, and I had to take a step back and understand that. Yeah, so graduation day, I'm, I'm in it. Yo, that's your pops. <laughs> why you ain't saying nothing, DJ right? Scratch is your pops. Oh, yeah, they you be look like, just like him. I should have known. You know and, 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 and uh, you know my man, Riz, I know you're really familiar with my man, Dan. 
from when he was over at Loud Records. And Dan, Born. Born, Dan and I were talking the other day, and we was like, you know what? When RZA made Bobby Digital, we thought he was tripping, but you was far <laughs> ahead of everybody because you knew everything was going digital. Guarantee. I mean, you know, foresight is good sight sometimes. You know what I mean? <laughs> but sometimes, you know, sometimes, look, a lot of artists sometimes be a couple of steps ahead or even on other or whatever they be we be what we be but i just had an inspiration and a vision when that character came in my head wow. and so i was just like yo this everything's gonna be like this there's nothing we can't avoid it and uh you know i'm I'm going there now with the with the with the whole comic book idea that i can actually transmit myself you know what i mean through right. the wires and all that yeah and 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 uh you know it, it, it was a super creative thing. You know, in this album right here, uh, Bobby Digital does make an appearance. You okay. know what I mean? And he comes back once some. You know what I mean? And we do what we do. It's, it's, it's Bobby Digital versus RZA on the album. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to mess with that, man. And we're going to mess with that album for sure, man. And the best of everything to both of y'all, man. Thank you. Thank and we you. appreciate the music that y'all have given us over the years. And y'all know that, brother. Y'all Welcome home. That. Welcome home, Thank man. you, brother. Welcome, Welcome home, man. Thank bong, you, bong. Bong, bong. We got to get some cigars, man. So let's go. Let's do that, man. The RZA in the building and my man DJ Scratch, okay? Right here with me, Ed Lover. Y'all know what it is. Come on, son. You need some training, son. This Ed Lover podcast is being done in conjunction with Cigars International. Make sure you check out CigarsInternational.com for all your cigar needs. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is produced, engineered, and edited by Cam Quotes and Krista Hayes. Recorded out of Atlanta, Georgia, this is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast brought to you by Ed Lover. Be sure to check out the return of Come On, Son, the web series exclusively on Patreon. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 